guys and welcome back to the joy diving podcast we're officially on episode number three so that's something to be excited about i sure am (laughs) anyway in uh, today's episode we're tackling a pretty interesting topic uh, which is uh, by the title you've already guessed it بصح, it's toxic positivity uh, well I know there's this sort of trend quote unquote uh, to throw uh, toxic literally in front of everything and anything who people get triggered about it to uh, you know the drill بصح, uh, bear with me we're gonna make some pretty interesting points and yeah so let's just dive into it so what is toxic positivity let me read you guys the literal definition and how we're gonna explain so uh, toxic positivity is the excessive and ineffective overgeneralization of a happy optimistic state across all situations the process of toxic positivity results in the denial, minimization, and invalidation of the authentic human emotional experience. Let me recap. Uh, toxic positivity is l'état d'esprit li no matter which situation you are currently living or experiencing, uh, you force yourself to have a positive outlook no matter what not allowing yourself to experience anything but positivity. Here the concept of toxic positivity. Uh, toxic positivity, it can like uh, showcase itself by, as we said, hiding, masking your feeling, uh, denying them, not allowing yourself to experience negative or bad thoughts with like bad emotions, well, when it comes to other people, you invalidate their situation by trying somehow to give perspective by saying, oh, it can be worse. Oh, only positive vibes. Don't think about it. Just try to be positive. Think happy thoughts. And also by like shaming or even feeling guilt about the bad emotions with a bad feelings you're having they fall under the trap of what we call toxic positivity sort of positivity is it is not coming within you you are not actually feeling positive but rather it's a, a sort of forced positivity by either people around you or uh, your entourage or even by yourself you can yes you can force this behavior on yourself will have this outlook on life on yourself by as we said before denying invalidating and not allowing yourself to experience anything but positive emotions this is actually also an, uh, an unintentional form of gaslighting let me explain gasla- what is gaslighting gaslighting it is the term to describe denying uh, invalidating or re-questioning emotion or thought or anything that would lead you to re-question the sort of feelings you're having from that experience. Um, giving an example would be better. I'll give you guys an example. Let's say you have a friend. This friend is basically uh, overall nice. She tells you she loves you. You have sort of 
quote-unquote good relationship. She gives you all these nice comments. Besides, behind these nice comments, the, there are these subtle hints, with a subtle... Um, these comments that you're really pretty today but I mean you still kind of look fat in that dress she makes inappropriate comments that would make you feel very uncomfortable and you start to re-question your reality you start to question the experience you're having by saying alright I don't like this comment that she's making. These comments are sort of mean. And besides, she's not saying them in a direct mean way. She's actually saying them, quote unquote, in a nice way. But they're still mean. You're saying, does she hate me? You're confused. And so you start questioning the sort of experience you're having. You start to question the reality you're experiencing uh, by not allowing yourself to feel discomfort من هذو الكومنتس that she's giving you تقول نو جي با لو دوا تو هاف ذيس فيلينغز بيكوز شيز بيينغ نايس بالك انا اللي غالط لي راني مانيش نفهم فيها وات شيز تراين تو سي ذيس از وات وي كول غاز لايتينغ اند ان ماي اوبينيون توكسيك بوزيتيفيتي فولز اندر ذا تراب اوف غاز لايتينغ ان انتشنال غاز لايتينغ بيكوز وين يو لايك when people try to give you perspective on a situation that means they're trying to force their perspective on you meaning you're going to question your reality you're going to question the emotions you're currently experiencing which is as we said gaslighting and by not allowing yourself to feel unwanted emotion or unwanted feelings or negative emotions uh they just they just don't go away it's not like uh, something that you just not think about and it's gone actually by not allowing yourself to process them and when we try to sort of uh, put them aside and not think about them they get bigger and bigger by trying to avoid the experience with uh, the emotion you uh, we actually reinforce the idea itself because us as humans uh, obviously cannot experience only happy thoughts, only happy moments without positivity. That's out of hand. And that's sort of what toxic positivity tries. It is the denial. It is the experience no matter what of being positive all the time, not allowing yourself to experience anything besides that. Obviously, I'm not trying to deny the benefits of experiencing positivity or the, the benefits of uh, what we call positive psychology. Not at all. Uh, it has been proven that trying to have a positive outlook at life can actually benefit you on a bigger scale, obviously. But there's a difference when trying to have a positive outlook on a long like on long term periods of time and having them in a current situation we sort of have to learn uh, what we call uh, a balance between outlook and reality we can get to experience positive outlook on life but 
with being grounded in reality, with not denying what we are currently feeling or what we are currently experiencing. You can like feel sad and feel angry today, but despite that, still have a positive outlook and say, I have hope that tomorrow I will do better. And trying to have a positive outlook no matter what can actually hinder the psyche of a person not allowing you to self-reflect or not allowing you to experience certain things and know what your triggers are and how do you feel in a current situation. There's also this concept that we call uh, negative affect. Negative affect is basically a term or a concept to describe all the, the spectrum of emotion that goes from anxiety, anger, shame, frustration, irritability, all these negative emotions are what we call negative affects. Obviously, positive affects are the opposite. Uh, they are the emotions of joy, excitement, happiness, serenity, and toxic positivity can actually uh, induce negative affects. Uh, you might say, Kifesh, Kifesh, you're trying to be positive. Why aren't you experiencing joy, excitement, happiness? Well, uh, first of all, we have to understand the positive affects and negative affects are not like uh, on the same, on, they're not a bipolar spectrum. Like you cannot, you cannot say I am experience because I am experiencing negative affect. I cannot experience positive affects. They're totally two different spectrums. You can experience bad emotions and experience positive emotions at the same time. You can feel angry and happy at the same time. Yes. So we have to consider these two as two different spectrum rather than one. So when you're trying to have this positive outlook on life, this toxic positivity especially. Uh, the way they, they induce the feelings of shame and anger, it is because you are sort of in denial your bad feelings. You're not allowing yourself to have any negative thoughts. So once you experience these neg negative thoughts, you feel shame about them. Besides, you're still trying to have a positive outlook. So you're experiencing positive, toxic positivity, but at the same time, you're having a negative affect. And it's sort of a loophole that never ends unless you allow yourself to process and not feel guilty about what you are currently feeling or what you're currently dealing with. You constantly try to force happiness on yourself, no matter what. It only gives more and more power to your negative emotions. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm currently reading this book called Permission to Feel, Unlocking the Power of Emotions to Help Our Kids, Ourselves and Our Society Thrive by Mark Brackett, who is actually a psychologist at Yale University. And he has this uh, center, he is uh, leading a center of research in Yale uh, for, for emotional intelligence. And he basically talks about this concept of being an emotional scientist rather than an emotional judge. He promotes that we uh, as humans have to become emotion scientists. 
And I, and I really don't want to get too much into this because I really love this book. I'm still reading it. And I definitely plan on making an entire episode about this book because it literally deserves time on its own because he has a lot of concepts and I, so far so good. I'm really loving them. But I want to read a passage from the book. Uh, where he talks about uh, emotion scientist and emotion judge. And I quote, On the road to becoming emotion scientists, we need to avoid the temptation to act as emotion judges. In both cases, we're attempting to recognize emotions and their source, and then to foresee how they may be influencing our thoughts and actions. But an emotion scientist seeks to come equipped only with questions and a desire to listen and learn. An emotion judge, on the other hand, is seeking something else. An emotion judge attempts to evaluate feelings, even his or her own. We're not immune to harsh self-judgment and deem them good or bad, useful or harmful, grounded in reality or a figment of the imagination. An emotion judge wants the power to validate feelings or negate them, to pass judgment. Wow. <laughs> And in my opinion, toxic positivity falls under the umbrella of emotional judgment because, first of all, uh, it like uh, invalidates emotions and judges and judges them as being negative. We are not allowed to experience any negative thoughts. You only are here to, exper to experience positive thoughts all the time, no matter what. And that's emotional judgment, whether you're doing it to yourself or you're doing it to others while others are doing it to you. In my opinion, we have to stop considering emotions or feelings as inherently good or inherently bad. We have to start considering emotions as information, as data. Emotions are here to tell you how your body is reacting to certain situations. Uh, emotions are here to tell you believe you are triggered by certain things, you are not triggered by certain things, you feel happy about certain things, you need certain things in your life. Emotions are information rather than something good or something bad. It also promotes the idea of emotional regulation. As I said, uh, I'm gonna make an entire episode that let emotional regulation because it's literally uh, a five-step uh, thing. It needs time on its own. I can brush off right now. But basically, uh, what he says, we need to learn these five emotional intelligence skills. The first three, recognizing, understanding, and labeling, help us to accurately identify and decode our emotions and how we feel about them. The two remaining skills, expressing and regulating, tell us how we can manage our emotions to reach desired goals. This is the concept of his book. He tackles every single uh, skill and teaches you how to use them to have what we call emotional regulation. As I said, I'm going to make an entire episode about this. If you guys are interested, I highly recommend reading the book because I'm enjoying it. The key to, to dealing with toxic positivity uh, is not like to stop being positive. No, that's not, uh, that's not what I'm trying to say. 
as I said, being positive in certain situations, still being grounded in reality, can actually boost morale and, and help you deal with the current situation. The difference is between, again, healthy positivity and what we call positive psychology and toxic positivity is really in uh, like in pos- in a healthy positivity you're not denying what you're feeling if you're feeling sad you're gonna process it you're gonna take the time to see it you're gonna regulate your emotion according to the situation and try to have a positive outlook from it another point that i want to make is we should definitely be aware of this are we the one engaging in toxic positivity how does one engage in them are you telling your friends will your entourage to just be happy to think positive thoughts have you denied someone's reality or denied someone's emotion by trying to tell them ah or or by saying period with Jews all these statements are are like uh, undermining the experience of the person we have to adapt certain behaviors so if someone comes to you and say they are feeling a certain type of way we shouldn't be denying that reality we are denying their emotions like let them feel what they are feeling validate their emotions be there for them say i i know it must be really hard for you to experience this do you need my help or like should just be there for them <laughs> you don't have to do anything will try to give them perspective if like if they ask for advice great if they don't don't give unsolicited advice i see mostly like um, toxic positivity being all over social media because we're not gonna lie despite uh social media being a great tool and everything it, it also is the main tool where this like ideology is being spread by like uh motivational videos uh positive quotes positive vibes all the time so uh, despite having good intentions behind them and despite being positive we it gives you that morale boost that you need Bizarre. does it really like do you really get happy when you read those quotes about being positive no matter what doesn't that make you sort of feel like you're not allowed to feel sad if everyone is feeling happy all the time and people being successful no matter what and you're just there like it sort of plays with your head and makes you deny your reality once again. Mention influencers or social media personalities that try to portray this happy version of themselves or the person that has it all figured out is like experiencing success and everything. And I'm not saying they're not happy or they're not figuring out their life or they're not experiencing success. Chances are they are. They're actually living that life. But chances are they are experiencing other emotions as well they i'm pretty sure on certain days they feel sad they feel unmotivated they lose interest in their current projects and stuff like that however the version that you see on social media especially instagram the version that you're seeing is a curated version it is the happy self of them so 
you don't really see people post sad content quote unquote because that doesn't that doesn't generate likes that that doesn't generate followers and again it makes you sort of question your reality uh, am i allowed to feel sad if other people are not experiencing the same emotion as me uh, if i showcase this emotion of sadness or this emotion of anger or this emotion of not being content with myself with my current self uh, will people judge me for that will people leave me for that and all these sort of thoughts and emotions go inside your head and again you feel shame for experiencing them and you try to, to uh, force deny and not allow yourself to experience anything or anything like that not to mention when you're the one who's trying to portray a happy version of yourself uh, being the one the social media person trying to portray a happy version of yourself chances are when you turn off your phone and then you experience uh, a bad thought or as we said before negative affect you feel disconnected uh, of the version you're trying to show to people and the version of yourself that you really are that you're really experiencing and it just creates a split between your identity and what you're trying to portray you know, the, I know that not every social media personality will uh, whatever you want to use whatever name you want to use uh, is like that not necessarily not necessarily every person is trying to create an image Ooh, I'm not saying that you also have to expose your entire emotional baggage to your entire following Ooh, you have to talk to constantly talk about your emotions no but as I said before we have to be grounded in both outlook and reality uh, you have to be grounded in the image you're trying to portray and the real you. Allowing people to see a certain aspect of yourself allows you to be more, to look and be more authentic in a sense. But also, it, it sort of allows people to be okay with their own feelings and with their own thoughts. Like uh, allowing ourselves to be vulnerable in front of others let them know that what they experience is the same thing that any other person is experiencing it allows connection to happen it, it, it allows people to be okay with the things they are experiencing and that's basically the entire point you have to create a healthy and a safe space mostly to talk about these sort of topics to allow people to experience what they are experiencing but also to offer help to, and to offer again a healthy positive outlook at things that's sort of what i want to end the episode on for today i hope that i brought your awareness to this topic i hope that these informations were sort of good <laughs> and i didn't overwhelm you with things uh, but yeah, definitely let me know what you guys think about this topic. Have you experienced toxic positivity before? Are you currently experiencing it? And if you have any sort of questions about this topic or about any other topic in general, uh, you definitely can find me 
on Instagram, you can directly message me. I'll answer all your questions about the podcast or any other sort of topic. And as, uh, and as I said, I'll definitely tackle emotional regulation in the next episode to basically deal with emotions in general. So yeah, uh, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening and see you in the next episode.